1: Welcome to Talking Tofu, a Vegan Food Podcast. I'm Becky Streepy.
0: And I'm David Streepy.
1: This week on the show, we'll talk about plant based breakfast sausage from Ozo, dinner at yeah Burger, and try little secrets mini crispy wafers. Ozo. Ozo.
0: Ozo sounds like Star Trek.
1: It does sound like intergalactic.
0: I guess we've been watching Deep Space Nine lately. It yeah. sounds like Odo.
1: It does. Yeah. It's a shape-shifting breakfast sausage.
0: Spoilers. <gasps> I'm sorry. Spoiler. Spoiler for the
1: first half of the first episode. Well,
0: that's true. Spoiler Of a 20-year-old. <laughs> I feel spoilers. like I'm the
1: David Streepy right now. What? I feel like this is what David Streepy would be saying, and I'd be the one saying spoiler.
0: Why is that something David Streepy would be saying? You think that I would be spoiling?
1: No, you would be defending that you can't spoil a 20-year-old series. Oh. I don't know. That's the piano book hanging on the shoe rack. It happens every Tuesday. He hangs his piano book on the shoe rack. It's heavy. Eventually, the shoe rack goes boom and opens. That's what you heard.
0: Okay. Well, I was alarmed by it.
1: I know. I, I used to get alarmed by it too, but I've been do every Tuesday it happens. Every Tuesday, I'm like, don't hang the bag there because it opens the shoe rack. It startles us all.
0: Do you think the listener heard
1: it? No.
0: There was a loud boom.
1: It went boom that's what a lot of booms, booms do like, everybody yes
0: uh i was alarmed and stood took my headphones off and stood up mm-hmm. and becky just played it super cool yeah well Said, it's fine baby
1: that's <laughs> well, fall we're in my office and i've heard that sound through that wall once a week settle down baby <laughs> that's me hey dave how you doing hey
0: hey becky hey. thanks for asking i'm good yeah yeah, I'm going to cough. So hold on. <clears throat> i going to clear the old throat. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit flimmy from the nerds that I just like swallowed, <laughs> inhaled. I'm running low on my mango chili nerds.
1: Yeah, if anyone knows where we can get more mango chili nerds, uh, it's about to be dire over here.
0: Yeah, all the expired Halloween candy that I've purchased, I'm almost out of that. <laughs> and so I will renew my plea. To the Willy Wonka Company, or to anybody (laughs) who knows anybody from the Willy Wonka Company, if you can get me a line to these mango chili nerds, they don't need to be in a packaging. You could just give them to me in a bag. Like, they've got to be at the factory in a box waiting to be packaged for Halloween, right?
1: Yeah, just scoop some up and send them to us.
0: I just, well, they're probably already in like portion bags. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think there's scooping involved. It's not the candy barrel.
1: Oh, we're not in underground Atlanta <laughs> in
0: the candy barrel in <laughs> 1991. Uh, um, so yeah, I'm running low on that. Speaking of running low, uh, I went and had some blood work done. Oh, and this is vegan news.
1: Deedee deedee. No,
0: not oh, <laughs> I'm uh, and it came back that I was low, my B12 was low, which is a common
1: thing, yeah. Very because I'm prominent.
0: bad with supplements.
1: Yeah. Not just vegans get low B12 like a lot right, of people. But, yeah. But it is definitely a vegan issue. No, well, to... I
0: didn't mean it was only a vegan issue.
1: Oh, I know. I am just, I feel like you always have to say that. Otherwise, oh. otherwise. Did I do it wrong? No, you did great.
0: Now you're being a little sarcastic. No, no, and I no. I don't appreciate the overcorrection. Into... Just take
1: your B12s, everybody.
0: Or, take, hold take on. Them.
1: Hold or on. do like Dave. Wh-
0: Do you just want to tell the rest of my story? No, I want to hear your story. So the doctor said, you know, we got, you got to start taking supplements and we're going to get you on some like super juice supplements, like to start with, or, uh, you had the option of getting a shot. And I was like, give me the shot. I want like, just cram it in there. (laughs) And so I am in the middle of four weeks of B12 shots, getting them once a week and then I'll get them once a month for a while. And. I got the first shot and it was very, uh, at the time, everybody always says like, it's going to give you so much energy. It's going to give you so much energy. And I got the shot and I was all ready for it and it didn't happen. And then I got home and then about an hour later, I was like, oh, there it is. (laughs) And got real like amped and pumped and was lifting stuff up over my head. But, um, but now my B12 levels are probably better because I've been getting pumped full of it.
1: Yeah. On the flip side of that, when I got my physical late last year, Uh my B12 levels were too high. Mm. I aired on the other side and I was taking um, like a thousand, I think, whatever amount of B12. You came into this with such an it was. I think it's micrograms. now you're
0: like, i would do a thousand bananas of B12? Mm
1: -hmm. A thousand bananas of B12. But I was doing it, you're supposed to do it two or three times a week, I think. And Mm. I was doing it every day. Yeah. And the doctor said... Stop that. What's <laughs> Slow the de- it down. What's the problem with that? I think all that stuff when you do like too much vitamins, like it's all tough on your liver. Like uh, for, if you do it, you know, over extended time. Yeah. Okay. So she was like, back off, back off on the B twelve. Hmm. Hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's also possible to take too much B twelve. Oh, back off, Becky! i the balance. <laughs>
0: oh, back off, Becky! Strikes again.
1: That's what they call me.
0: Yeah. So these are actual updates from my life. Yeah you're usually disappointed with the updates that I'm bringing to the podcast and I was kind of proud that I had I'd remembered some some aspects of my life to talk about on the podcast my deficiencies I love I it. love talking about my deficiencies as you know <laughs> you do I do you can spend all the time you want on my deficiencies but I'm not deficient any longer
1: Mm-mm. probably not you're pumped.
0: How do you I understand how you don't get B twelve because you don't take B twelve, but how do you lose B twelve? You know? What do you mean? I mean there's B twelve in my body, right? I'm not stockpiling piling it. I'm your stocking body, piling it.
1: I th- your body uses it, right? What does it do? It is important for brain and nerve function. If but you how don't does it use it. I don't know. Your brain and nerves. Use it. How?
0: You just keep they saying use it. it. They eat it. They eat it? Um, no, no, does it dissolve?
1: I don't. I don't know. I does just the, know. That yeah. little
0: little animation of like the cell, like amoebas, like glomming onto something, you know what I'm doing? I'm doing a gesture with my hand where I've made a <laughs> fist with one hand and the other hand is a larger hand that closes over the fist, like what an amoeba does. Yeah. Is that what it does?
1: I don't know. I don't. Should we Google it?
0: Toeheads.
1: Toeheads, get at us. Yeah. If you're a nutritionist, let Just, us know. If
0: you have an idea of what it does. <laughs> Make us a drawing. If you have a neat thought about what it does, do that too. Your, the light's on your microphone.
1: Yeah, that's my voiceover mic.
0: Are you recording us? Is it on?
1: It's on, but it's not recording anything. Hmm.
0: I don't think you should leave things on. Energy cop Becky would, <laughs> 10 years ago, would not uh, approve of that. But Energy Cop Becky has now been replaced with Recycle Cop Becky, who (laughs) polices the recycle bin in the house for non-recyclables because she is afraid that the (laughs) recycling inspector, this is not a joke, (laughs) she is afraid the recycling inspector is going to see them on our can in the front and write us a ticket.
1: I have two things to say. Yeah. He's real. Okay, I've seen him. But two, you've seen, you've him. dragged me for this on the very podcast. We don't have repeat listeners. We so. Dim Sim Kitty remembers.
0: Don't put her on the spot
1: <laughs> to remember. Anyway, he's real. I've seen him in his clipboard when putting is, notes. He doesn't. <laughs> you don't get a fine. They just put a note on your bin and then they don't take your bin. They don't. They don't take they your put, recycling. He puts a note on. When it. does he so, come? Like recycling day or the night before. The night
0: before recycling. I don't know
1: that he comes on recycling day. The recycling
0: inspector (laughs) travels the streets under cloak of darkness (laughs) with a clipboard and a sticker.
1: He's real.
0: Investigating. (laughs) He gets to the bottom of every can.
1: No, I think he just does like, they do random spot checks. Yes. And, but if he sees non recyclables, he puts a sticker on your thing that says, whoops, there's stuff in here that shouldn't be here. And then they don't take your recycling away. And you have to, and by you, I mean I, have to go in with my hands and dig out all the cellophane stuff that people like to put in the bin that aren't recyclable.
0: What you. It seems like the recycling inspector should give you the sticker. If he exists, he should give you the sticker that says what you said it says. It should be loud and embarrassing. Like the sticker should be garish. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Loud and embarrassing. But it should also be a signal to the trash people to empty the can. You know what I mean? Like if the trash, like the garbage collectors... Or going down the street.
1: Oh, this isn't recycling today, it's trash.
0: Right. The inspector has told us that this bin contains trash, not recycling. So we will empty this can. Right. So that... Yeah. That that Becky doesn't have to get elbows deep. Yeah. Burying the non-recyclable to where the (laughs) inspector won't be able to see it next time.
1: I would never... They also get you if you don't break your boxes down.
0: I don't think that's true. It's
1: true. You are so mean to me.
0: I'm not. I just don't think that's true. It
1: is true. We've gotten the note.
0: When have we gotten the note?
1: There were several weeks where we got the note. And I finally had to call the city and be like, the note doesn't say what you did. And so you just have to try to figure it out. So then I had to call. Yep. It just says, oops. The note doesn't
0: say what you did.
1: No, it just says, oops, something in here is not recyclable. What is it? I don't know. So I had called, I called the like little city hotline and was like, can you please tell me what I need to remove from this bin so they'll take our recycling?
0: I'm going to just let the little city hotline pass. (laughs) But what? It's also real. What is official about this oops sticker? This unspecific oops sticker. That's just like, you did wrong.
1: That's all it says, basically. Well,
0: how do you know it's from this recycling inspector?
1: Because I've seen him leaving it on other people's bins.
0: And you haven't approached him?
1: No, to I'm ask him, of him. To
0: ask him if he could maybe be a little more specific with his stickers.
1: Absolutely not. I do you want to anger the recycling inspector?
0: Well, I don't think he's affiliated with the city if he exists. <laughs> I think he's a vigilante.
1: <laughs> maybe,
0: Maybe recycling... Bad recycling killed his parents or something. Oh, and he's, he's out. For, he's, Batman. Mm-hmm, yeah. he's
1: Batman. Yeah. He's Batman. The pearls. We need a shot of the pearls hitting yeah. the alley. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Maybe he's on a crusade. Maybe. But he's just some dude who's passionate about recycling.
1: Possibly. All right.
0: Well, <laughs> I get the sense You want to move on. <laughs> so. Well. Well. You could, you could do something.
1: What do I need to do? I
0: don't
1: know. So that's did how I, I you, am. Did
0: I make you upset by the recycling? No. With the By bringing up the recycling inspector?
1: No, but he's real and it doesn't make me feel like I'm losing my mind a little bit when you don't believe me yeah. that this person is real. Anyway. Your description um, of him is bad. So that's how I'm doing is uh, I'm digging through the recycle bins. Do you
0: – when – Okay. One last thing about the recycling inspector, and then we'll let it go. <laughs> yeah. When did you get, What you say we got a sticker. We got an oops sticker.
1: We've gotten a lot of oops. When?
0: When? When? It's been a minute. When?
1: It was, it's been at least six months. And the reason is because I have become a real recycling cop in the house so that we don't get the sticker.
0: You are a liar. <gasps> there is no way that we have gotten a recycling inspector sticker during the pandemic. There is no way. I've been here the entire time. (laughs) And you would not miss an opportunity to run and shove an oop sticker into my face.
1: That is not true. You would
0: not. Given all of the guff I've given you about the recycling inspector, <laughs> if you had proof that he existed in the past six months...
1: Oh, if we get another one, you you'll would see it. it. If it. If we got one in the first place, I would
0: see it as my point, especially during the pandemic when I didn't go anywhere. I was here the whole time. But also because you have a legitimate point to prove. You have proof positive that the recycl- recycling inspector exists.
1: Well, you know what? Let's put some non-recyclables on top. I've
0: been trying to do that. Have <laughs> you? To <laughs> bait... Out Habits. to draw out the recycling inspector so that I could defeat him.
1: Oh, I've been pulling all that stuff out putting oh, it in the Because you're terrified quietly. of him. He's as so- long as we live under this threat,
0: <laughs>
1: he's a menace.
0: He is a menace. Are you J. Jonah Jameson now? <laughs> Bring me
1: pictures of the recycling inspector. <laughs> That's me.
0: How's your real life though? Pretty good. Okay.
1: Mixed. Mixed bag. All right. Tomorrow's my birthday. Yeah, it is. We're going to go to Cultured South. Yeah. A cheese plate. I'm Ooh. pretty jazzed about that. A
0: cheesy time. Mm hmm. And then some kombucha. Yeah. Watch out.
1: It's going to be toot, really toot. big. Toot, toot, toot. 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 It's going to be a tootie day for yeah, me. Yeah.
0: We're going to steam power our, our way home.
1: Mm hmm. I'm very excited. I've never been to Cultured South. It's on the Beltline. Ooh. And um, it's. Run by the woman who owns Golda Kombucha, and they also make their own cashew cheeses in yeah. house, and they have all kinds of yummy vegan options on the menu. And I can't wait to eat them. And maybe we can sit and look at the Beltline while we do it.
0: We should, uh, we should do a review of it for the Patreon.
1: <laughs> we'll definitely tell everyone what we ate, and I'll share pictures. Yeah, live. We can stretch that
0: into an episode.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure, we did. Yeah, episode of Yeah Burger. Did
0: we did. We did an episode where we drank soda.
1: Yeah, we sure did. Yeah. And then, should we talk about the bummery news in our lives, or should we just? I don't
0: know why. Yeah. Do people listen to the podcast to get bummed out?
1: No. Yeah. There's bummery stuff going on. You yeah. can check out my Instagram for news about that. Yep. Yep. But it's my birthday tomorrow, and we are going to celebrate and have a good time. Yeah. We're gonna the eat big good 3-0. food. <laughs> Yep, the big three o.
0: We've got a review. Uh, this one is from Nyla D. From one year ago. A breath of fresh air. Okay, something about this podcast makes me feel super relaxed. The way I feel after hanging out with friends that make me laugh and feel lighter and happier after I've spent time with them. Dave and Becky have an adorable dynamic and not only engage in fun conversation, but also add valuable insight around vegan eating and cooking. Love that I learned something new with each episode. Can't wait for more. Thanks, Nyla D. And I'll just say that probably in the past year, that part about learn something new with each episode is no longer true.
1: What? No. Toe news. We learn news every week. Yeah, that's
0: true, I guess.
1: You're you're responsible for that portion of the review. I guess so. That's you. You did that.
0: So if you don't want to hear the same reviews over and over
1: again. <laughs> oh wait, can I can I just quickly say also thank you thank you, Nalady, for the review? Sure. Thank you for the review. So sweet. Yeah. Very thoughtful.
0: Uh and you yourself, if you don't want to hear repeated reviews on the podcast that you relentlessly, obsessively listen to, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Pod Cod App Pod, Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out, and we just love reading those five star reviews. And we're going to, if you do that, we'll read it on the pod. It's true. As long as you're you're polite.
1: Yeah. Let's keep it. Don't be rude. Yeah. Don't
0: be rude. Don't be nasty.
1: It would hurt our feelings.
0: Well, and it's also just not good content. It's toxic. Yeah. It's negative.
1: We don't like that. Yep. So that's,
0: that's the review portion of the podcast. (laughs) Talking tofu. (laughs) All right. What? Are you going to review or recommend one?
1: Am I going to recommend one? Okay. Yeah. I would love to talk about podcasts. You don't have to. Hold, please. I didn't have one ready because I thought this was it.
0: I turned you on to a good one this week.
1: Oh, yeah. I haven't reviewed it yet. Okay. Never mind. But I can talk about it. Okay. Except now my phone's in the middle of getting into my reviews. I can just read a review.
0: Sure. Do you want to read another Talking Tofu review? I guess we don't want to burn through those too quickly.
1: I can read the I can read the review for Fallen Angel. It is a podcast about it's a mini series about Victoria's Secret. Okay? All right, so this Oh, I guess that that's the whole review. So, um the podcast is Fallen Angel and it is like a documentary about like the dark side of Victoria's Secret, which Ooh. is most of it. Yeah. Uh and my headline for this review was fascinating. And then the body of the <laughs> review says, Look.
0: Does <laughs> it doesn't say look?
1: No. Oh. Just a wild peek behind the curtain of Victoria's Secret and how much it played into 90s culture. That was it. Okay. Short, sweet. Short, sweet.
0: Uh, to the point. Yeah. It didn't tell me anything I didn't already know about the podcast.
1: See, for me, the way that they tied it into like the experience of growing up in the 90s sure. overall was what made it. I mean, there was all the just regular dark stuff you'd expect from an evil lingerie corporation. Yeah. But then the like 90s stuff was because they were such an iconic part of the they were. Yeah. Anyway,
0: I wouldn't even let myself look at those stores when I walked by them. I was really? such a good boy. <laughs> One time <laughs> in the 2000s, I went in there to get something for you for Valentine's Day, and I was just like beet red the whole time. <laughs> really? Like, I think she like I I didn't want to like engage or like ask, you know. So I just kind of like went in on my own and and picked something. <laughs> And I couldn't tell if that was a creepier move than it would be to just be like, "Hi, I'm a I'm a man in here and I'm I'm looking for lingerie for my girlfriend, you know."
1: Well, one of the things I learned about in the Victoria's Secret podcast Fallen mm-hmm. Angel is that the whole point of Victoria's Secret is that a man sh- should be able to walk in and hmm. be like, "I'm here to buy something for my significant other."
0: It really didn't feel like it was for that.
1: No that was supposed to be it
0: it felt to me it felt like and this is probably wrong but it felt like the look of it felt like this should be a safe place for women (laughs) to enjoy lingerie and discuss it with other women and maybe like try it on but feel safe doing so like a safe comfortable zone when i guess it's the complete opposite of that (laughs)
1: I think, or am I remembering it backwards? That that's what lingerie shops were, and they wanted it to be a lady space. I don't Gosh, know. I guess I didn't listen to "Fallen Angel" as closely I as just, I thought.
0: I had a very clear "Not for You" vibe, yeah. and maybe that was what I put on it. Yeah, but maybe,
1: maybe not. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to say.
0: Um, great poison song, though. Fallen angel.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That was so. Open up and say ah was one of my favorite albums uh, when I was growing up, and it took four plays of Open up and say ah for us to get from my house in Orlando to my grandparents' house in St. Simons Island.
1: Oh, <laughs>
0: and so I listened to the whole thing and became really familiar with every song. We did we traveled there a lot, and that was that was how I measured it. I didn't even do like a variety of albums. Just open up and say, ah, over and over again. And then it was Hysteria that I'd play over and over again, and it would be four Hysterias, four Appetites for Destruction.
1: Really? I would think fewer Appetites for Destruction, Mm. maybe three in a fraction, just because that album seems so long to me.
0: No, you're thinking Use Your Illusion.
1: I'm thinking of Use Your Illusion, right? You're correct.
0: Appetite for Destruction, 10 songs. I think it's 10, around 10. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's really sweet. Also, I'm shocked that your Walkman, Discman batteries made it that whole five-hour drive.
0: You thought, no, Walkman batteries were pretty good.
1: Discman batteries. Discman
0: batteries were bad. They
1: ran out immediately.
0: But the the I remember
1: turning the volume down to make the battery last. (laughs) But I think they
0: still had a good amount of life. I think the catch was that Discman battery, they needed like six batteries-
1: yeah, so when they so ran out, needed, it was a whole right, thing. Right, you were screwed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Until
0: you could plug it into the the lighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Win big mama's fallen angel Lose big living out of lies Wants it all Mama's fallen angel Lose it all Rolling the dice of her life
1: deed, deed, You
0: are... Dying to get to toe news.
1: Aren't I am. You? There was a Tony's news that you teased a toe news last week. Oh yeah, week I'm not I'm doing like, that one. <gasps> what? All
0: right. This now we're now we're in talking to news, so we can talk about it. This is a segment of the podcast where I pick a headline from the world of vegan news and we talk about it. And this one's from our pal Anna at Veg News. This is from March 11th. This is part of a roundup, and I'm not going to do the whole roundup. I'm just going to talk about this one. This one's for the Karens out there, the vegan Karens. Uh, Applebee's adds impossible burger to menu nationwide. So this is from March 11th. Anna says the popularity of plant-based meat has spread to every corner of the culinary world, from classic Americana restaurants and fast food chains to small-town cafes. This week, we discovered that Applebee's got in on the action by adding the Impossible Cheeseburger to its menu nationwide, made for, quote, those who crave meat. Applebee's Impossible Cheeseburger features a plant-based Impossible Burger patty. Two slices of dairy cheese can be omitted. Lettuce, tomato, pickles, onions, and is served with fries. This burger... Now, here's an actual interesting thing. I mean, it's all interesting, but... This burger is built on a brioche bun, which is vegan, according to Applebee's.
1: Whoa, vegan brioche. What? Really?
0: Buried the lead. Yeah, that's and, exciting. And that's the appropriate context to say buried the lead. Yes. Because it's a news article. Yes. Applebee's dipped its toe in a plant-based burger gross back in 2018 when it added the Impossible Burger to select locations. We proudly launched the Impossible Cheeseburger nationwide last month as we are always searching for ways to enhance our menu and bring more options to our guests to who crave variety Julia Yashinsky, chief marketing officer officer at Applebee's told Veg News Plant-based meat options are becoming a staple on any menu and we want everyone to have delicious options when they join us at Applebee's Wow so yeah What do you think do I
1: think, think it's great that? to have the option Yeah I don't know that I see myself like making the trip to an Applebee's but no? now if if I'm with someone that wants to go I have something I can eat. So that's exciting. Have you ever eaten at an Applebee's? Yes. Me and my best friend, Sammy, used to go to Applebee's frequently.
0: How old were you?
1: I was in high school.
0: And what did you do there?
1: I would get, they had like a veggie quesadilla. Mm. And I don't know what she would get, but mm. we would get lunch. Well,
0: Sammy, if you want to call in and talk about your Applebee's experience. Yeah.
1: None of this was We could was probably vegan. turn that
0: into an episode.
1: Probably. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do it on the Patreon. <laughs> um,
1: have you ever been to an Applebee's? I've Dave? been to an
0: Applebee's one time, just once, just really. Once. Yeah, one time in my whole life. And I don't remember liking it very much. Yeah, it's not good. Is it not good?
1: Not great. No.
0: How is it compared to Chili's?
1: I like Chili's better.
0: Do you like Chili's now?
1: Do I like Chili's now? The last time I had Chili's was when you and I were driving back from Asheville and we stopped at a Chili's. This was a long time ago, like maybe 10 years ago. And we stopped at a Chili's because we just could not find any other vegan road options in between. Mm -hmm. And we were so hungry. Yeah. And we got that black bean burger. Yep. And it was very good. And I don't know. Was it vegan? I don't know. Then it was more than 10 years ago. We might have been not even married yet. It might have been that long ago.
0: I think we've eaten chilies more recently than that.
1: That's the last time I remember eating it chilies.
0: I feel like we ate chilies one time with my parents.
1: I'd believe that.
0: Recently. Not recently, but within the past 10 years.
1: Oh, yeah, because there's that chilies not far from their house. And
0: I think it made me sick. No, I think it was on a trip. I think it was on a road trip. Hmm. I think we're like in Tennessee together or something, oh, yeah,
1: I would believe that too,
0: yeah, uh and it, and it made me sick, oh, didn't take much, no, no, I'm a very unstable isotope. all it takes is one thing in one direction to really just topple the whole thing over yeah <laughs> um so does a place that well, okay, let's get do you think that places like Applebee's should exist?
1: do I think yeah, why not? well, I mean what, like like is that like fast casual is that what you would call an applebee's?
0: I guess so, you're the expert
1: I'm not really though on from
0: your teenage experience. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I feel like those restaurants have a place. I think I'm glad to see them offering options that I want to eat because they're everywhere. And sometimes you're in a place where those are the only options like to eat at.
0: Right. But it's also kind of their fault that they're the only options. Right. That they're already eat at.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Let me ask you this. These are, we're not going to come to any conclusions. No, I feel like we're about to start talking about capitalism. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But um, do you think that Denny's and Applebee's are in the same category?
1: Ooh. I feel like, gosh, that's tricky. I feel like Denny's in a way is, but also spans multiple categories because it's also, because it is that kind of, you can get, that kind of food there, but then you can also sit there and drink a cup of coffee at two in the morning. Mm
0: -hmm. You could arguably do that at Applebee's though, right?
1: No, Applebee's isn't 24 hours like a Denny's. Gotcha. So it's like Denny's, I feel like kind of spans multiple categories because they're 24 hours. So I feel like Denny's at dinner time probably is like an Applebee's, but Denny's at breakfast, I don't know what you would compare them to. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right. But then, Wouldn't you argue that the Applebee's should be a Denny's because that's a more efficient capture of what the function of that restaurant should be?
1: To be the everything restaurant? Yeah.
0: Like if you're going to do, if you're going to be subpar, (laughs) but acceptably subpar and not like dangerously subpar, you're just not, you're not fine dining. You're affordable dining. They're fine dining. Right. Yeah. (laughs) That's
1: good. Thank you. good way
0: to put it. But then wouldn't that be best served by being a 24-hour establishment. So back to my original question, do you think Applebee's should exist?
1: (laughs) I don't know. I feel like, gosh, this is a very big question about food systems and capitalism and about just the world we live in. And I'm not a big fan of most of it. So I don't know.
0: Do you think Applebee's and Chili's are the same kind of restaurant?
1: Isn't that what... Oh, you said Denny's. Yeah, I think Applebee's and Chili's are probably similar. Same. So... And like Olive Garden.
0: Well, hold on.
1: Macaroni Grill.
0: Hold on. Those are... I think of those two in a different category than I think of Applebee's and Chili's. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Those... That's fine dining. No.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> I think those are places where you are... Being sold an image of of fancy dining, even
1: mm-hmm. if you're
0: not getting it. They are trying to make it look like you are having fancy dining.
1: Yeah, especially Macaroni Grill. Right. I remember being taken on a date to Macaroni Grill, and we both thought me? we were fancy. No, it was <laughs> okay. not by you. <laughs> but we thought we were fancy. Yeah. yeah. The food was mediocre. Yeah.
0: But getting back to Chili's and Applebee's, before you threw that straw man out. Sorry. Yeah.
1: It's not a straw... Before... It's a man.
0: Okay. It's just a man. <laughs> just a flesh and bone man. Yeah. I feel like Chili's is a drinking establishment as much as it is an eating establishment.
1: That's true. So is Applebee's. But, they have a bar in right. the middle.
0: They have a bar, but are they a drinking establishment? Oh, for sure. You think so? Yeah. Okay. So for then sure. they are the same thing.
1: Yeah. I think you're right.
0: Chili's just has a more specialized menu.
1: Yeah, maybe. Because it's Tex-Mex. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. That See, we solved out. it. We did. We solved it. We fixed the well, food system. <laughs> I still
0: think Applebee's should exist. But if they do exist, and that's the other part. that's That was the reason I was getting to this. Is it good for bad places to adopt vegan food? Yes. Yeah?
1: Yes. Anytime that someone can order a vegan burger instead of a meat burger. Yeah. That's great.
0: Do you think that that would be successful at that restaurant and would its failure be seen as more of an indictment on a vegan menu? You see what I mean?
1: Yeah, I do see what you mean. Like if this if people don't order it. Right. They're going to blame veganism. Right. Yeah, of course. That's true. That's true.
0: But that's kind of the that's kind of just how it goes. You know, Yeah. like any chance to point the finger at that somebody who's going to blame that is going to look for any opportunity to blame that, you know? Yeah. So I agree with you. OK. I was baiting you into something and then testing your metal on it. But I, I really did agree with you. Oh. Like I think any more vegan options are always better, right? Yeah. Right? It's, it's really that simple.
1: I think so. I think it's that simple. It's the as
0: simplest as capitalism. <laughs> no. It's the simple, it's as simple, <laughs> It's as simple as how good capitalism is. Oh my God. <laughs> for all of us, especially at this stage.
1: Mm-hmm. Right? This stage of capitalism is this arguably stage. the best one. Yeah. It's late stage yeah. that we're in now.
0: This is like the seventh Star Wars movie of capitalism. Just right?
1: killing it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's happening. Yeah.
0: Dee-de-de-de- Whoa. Whoa. What? I guess we're, I guess we're done. Thanks, Anna. Hey, give Anna the click.
1: Give the If you want to read the rest of that
0: article, I left some juicy stuff out. And I ain't talking about those impossible burgers. Give it. The, the click. <laughs> oh my God, the way you pointed at
1: me. <laughs> I loved it. Oh. Hey, Dave.
0: I think we're out of time.
1: <laughs> Should we talk about Yaburger yeah real quick?
0: No. Let's
1: do it real quick because no! I said it in the intro.
0: We've got. What? You did? Why?
1: <shipping noise> Y'all, we went back to Yaburger. Yeah Since we went to Yeah Burger previously, they've made some changes. Yeah. They have a meat menu now. It's off to the side, but there it is.
0: They have their meat menu back. Yes. Yes.
1: They used to be, but the plant-based menu is still the star of the show. There's a little meat menu off to the side.
0: I feel like you're just like a word cloud of facts.
1: It is smaller. It's like half the size. No, I'm
0: saying like you're giving fragments of the situation.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's true. You get the story. No, no, no. I'm
0: not just let me step in and and, uh, take it from here. Now, what what was Yaburger in the past, before the pandemic?
1: So Yaburger was a burger place, conventional burger place, that had some really great vegan options. Local Atlanta chain. Like a shocking number of great vegan options at this very meaty establishment. But they had the Impossible and the Beyond Burger and Beyond Sausages. That's amazing.
0: They had that before they closed? Yeah. Okay. All
1: of that. That's why I loved Yeah Burger so much. And they had these Brussels sprouts, crispy Brussels sprouts, that if you got them without the cheese, they were vegan and they were incredible. So cut to uh, post-pandemic when they had closed down and then they reopened as a fully vegan establishment. You can hear about our visit there if you go back to our Yeah Burger episode. Yep. Can Uh, you
0: drop in a hot link right now so that when we talk about it, that link comes up and the listener can tap it?
1: I'll put it in the show notes.
0: It's just as good.
1: Um, so when they reopened, they reopened fully. I lost my train of thought. Fully vegan, mm-hmm. but um, not
0: just fully vegan. Like
1: the deep menu. Vegan. Wow, the menu. Yeah, the they had vegan chicken sandwiches and burgers and hot dogs. And
0: you are doing a dessert. They had five vegan chicken sandwiches. Yeah, they had like. Ten vegan burgers.
1: Yeah, they still do. Right, but you should yeah, word Cloud. It's an epic vegan right. menu. Yeah, they have shakes. Yeah, they have. It's like like just a, a incredible bur- burger place, and everything was vegan. Right. So when they did that, they lost a ton of business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Burger was like kind of a an Atlanta staple, mm-hmm.
0: and they're in Westside, Atlanta, which is a really growing part of town. Rents are, uh, I assume, pretty high.
1: Yeah, a lot of foot traffic, but they were saying in the article that I saw, they were saying that customers would come in, see that the menu was vegan, and just leave. And um, I got the impression that they were having trouble making rent. Anyway, I'm not apologizing for them. I'm explaining why. They've added meat back to the menu, but they maintain their incredible... Plant-based menu.
0: So we heard the news that they had added meat back to their menu, we and were we sad. were bummed.
1: We were very bummed.
0: And so I worked near there. One day I was in at work, decided to go have lunch at Yeah Burger, and went by to check it out. And that's when I saw that they did not replace their menu. They added a small meat menu to the already the still robust vegan menu. Yes. So the lion's share of options are still vegan. Yes. All that great stuff is there. All that great work that they did is still there. They just added on the side a little menu. So that was encouraging.
1: Yes. There was still a lot of stuff that was coming soon. They were once again sold out of the chicken sandwiches, so I didn't get to have one. What I had was the nacho cheese dog, which was a field roast frank in a bun with crispy onions and pickled jalapeno and melty vegan nacho cheese on top. And it was a real delight. I wish that I had gotten a side to go with it because it didn't feel like enough food. But then I went back to order a side. They said it would be a forty five minute wait, so I did not order a side. Mm-hmm. And then by the time we left the restaurant, my body had digested the bur- the mm. hot dog and I was full. Yeah. I didn't need the side, but my brain wanted more food. Yeah. Because it was delicious. You got to have the chicken sandwich, right? When yeah, you went are we for going lunch?
0: deep into our yeah, burger? This is not a Yeah! Burger episode. No,
1: it's not. You're right. I just wanted to say we went well, back. Well, no. It's
0: going to be weird if you talk about exactly what you had, and I'm like, yeah, I ate there too.
1: Well, you had a burger, right? Same as last time? But,
0: okay. Well, the first time that I went and verified that the, old, the big menu was still there, I did have the chicken sandwich, and that was fantastic. Had a little dill pickle on top. It was very, very tasty. Great fried breading up there, rivaling Winter Park Biscuit Company with the uh, fried chicken breading. She's writing something down. Link and then where? when we went, I had the Captain America burger, and that was like pretty straightforward barbecue backyard burger, like
1: lettuce, tomato, lettuce, onions.
0: Toma- lettuce tomato,
1: onions. <laughs> I'm just trying to help. I'm sorry. Pickles. Were there yeah. pickles?
0: Yeah, there were pickles. Yeah, I guess. Well. You just closed the segment out since you were so keen. Sorry. I, I was, anyway. I was getting excited.
1: Sorry. I just want, I figured since we talked about Yeah Burger previously, we should yeah. touch on it real quick since sure. we went back. We tried a few more items. Yeah. And it was good. It was good. I'm Had sad about them adding meat back, but. Yeah. So a few weeks ago, I was at the Kroger and Dave had put sausages on the grocery list because he needs them for his famous breakfast bowls. And I was going to grab some garden sausages because there they were. But then right next to them were these Ozo plant-based breakfast sausages. And I thought, ooh, we can try these for the pod. Yeah. And I purchased them. They're also in like this bright orange bag. So they're very like eye-catching. And I thought, these look good. Let's, Let's eat them. Yeah. And we did.
0: Eat them, we did.
1: You cooked them.
0: I cooked them. Put How them did in the you, air fryer. Air fryer? Yep. 10 minutes at 400. So yeah, the sausages, I just put them into the breakfast bowl the same way that we do, which is uh, sometimes some of us get it served on a plate as a standalone. Some of us get it mushed up into a grit bowl as, as they like it. Um, and which way did you have it? I can't remember.
1: I did it on a plate because I wanted to try the I didn't want it to be mixed up Tainted. flavor wise. Yeah. Tainted. Yeah. What do you think? Um my feelings about this sausage were a little complicated. Mm. I thought that it had a good flavor. It was savory and spicy. I thought it was a little fall-aparty texture-wise. I thought mm-hmm. it had a good texture, but it kind of like Yep. Would fall apart in your mouth. Um and not in the way that you want when you're chewing. I also thought it was a little bit on the salty side. I still liked it, but it was too salty. I don't think this would be like my go-to sausage, but I would still get this if it were, if my go-to weren't there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I also, because it's very salty, I thought it would be really good crumbled into something. Like if we mm-hmm. made this and then crumbled it into like a chili or a tofu scramble right. where the flavor was a little bit more. hmm The salt, it's really about the salt. The flavor was fine, but it was very salty and Hmm. it it was hurting my mouth a little on its own. But like mixed with the grits was good or like I think mixed into something, it would be really good. What what did you think about these? Yeah,
0: I had mine mixed in with the grits and even still broken up into the pieces. It was fall apart. It was just too flaky almost. And flaky is not the right word, but.
1: It was flaky. I know exactly what you mean. It was flaky. It wasn't crumbly
0: i didn't get a very salty vibe from it i got a very spicy vibe from it and i was like oh you just read that sausages were spicy and so you (laughs) put spicy ingredients in this to make it seem like spicy like a sausage is spicy but i don't have the texture of a sausage and so now i've just got this stuff falling around and and it's real spicy Um, our child did not like it.
1: No, he did not.
0: He, uh, I didn't hate it. I just didn't like it. I was like, where's, how big was the bag of this that you bought? Was what I thought to myself because I was (laughs) like, we have to eat it all.
1: We do. Maybe I'll cook it in something. Maybe it will work well in like a shepherd's pie or something. There's a lot of stuff going on.
0: I mean, I would ask that you not tell me that you're going to do it. And even then I'm going to, I'm going to know. You are. And I'm going to be bummed. It's yeah. gonna be a bummer. I'm you sorry. got. You should be excited about food.
1: Yeah, I like to be excited. And I'm not about food.
0: I wouldn't be excited about this. So, so Ozo plant based sausage. Welcome to Dud City. Yeah. Not dud. 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 Can you I, make a soundboard thing of, of <laughs> like a gling? <laughs> dud.
1: Um, So I was looking up how to pronounce Ozo. Mm-hmm. um, And they know that you need to know that because right on their homepage, it says Ozo, like, oh, so good. That's how I knew how to say it. And I thought that was cute. But also they make a chicken cutlet, a cutlet, not breaded. Why would I be
0: enthusiastic about another product from these guys?
1: I am going to find it and All we right. are going to eat it. I did the store locator, though, for that product, and I couldn't find <laughs> it in the Atlanta area. So it's going to be a minute, heads.
0: All right. Yeah, I guess it's good that we had all that other stuff to talk about because yeah. we could just quickly talk about how bad this sausage was and, and be done with it. Should
1: we do a rating, though? I gave it a... Duh! <laughs> I like when we do a 1 to 10 and you make a scale and it's funny. <sighs> Give us a funny scale, Dave. The toe heads demand it. All
0: right. Scale of 1 to 10, B 12 shots. Oh. you Watch out. Watch out because you're already overfilled on B12.
1: That's right. I would say like a four. I would say ring, ring, ring. Hello? H- Hello?
0: No, I'll do both voices. Oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> I was trying to help out. This is, this is your doctor. Hey, doctor.
0: Your blood work is in. Yeah? Is this the the blood work after I ate the ozo sausage? That's right.
1: <laughs> the okay, doctor well, sounds like
0: the- me. What's the, what's the, what's the verdict? Your B12 levels are (laughs) good. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I think she hung up. I think so too. Yeah. Zero. Zero. Yeah. There's no point. Sorry. There's so many good vegan sausages out there. Yeah. There is literally pointless.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm sorry I brought this into our home. I let you down. <laughs> I let down the child. Yeah. I ruined the breakfast bowl. Ruined a bowl, breakfast bowl. Which is.
0: are getting scarcer and sacred. scarcer these days. They are. Yeah. We're getting busy on the weekends now. The world's opening back up. Yeah. We get out there. Getting out there. Get our butts dirty, you know? Mm
1: hmm. You get our butts get dirty every weekend. our butts all weekend. dirty
0: out there in the, in the world. Hey, Becky. Mm. Do you want to have a snack?
1: <gasps> you sounded like the guy from Scream. No, that wasn't the. <laughs>
0: Hey, hey, Becky, do you want to have a snack?
1: It's exactly the same.
0: All right. These snacks are Little Secrets Mini Crispy Wafers. These are uh, dark chocolate with sea salt. They make a couple of different flavors that are vegan. Little Secrets is the name of of the brand. And I got a bag of these at the Whole Foods. And let's try them.
1: Yeah, the other flavors that they make—they do I an almond it. butter and a peanut butter—and then you brought home mint, a mint one, yeah, a mint one. A which mint one? We are not going to sample for some reason. We're saving that
0: one for. I don't know why we're not going to. I asked if we were going to, and you said no. No, I
1: said go get them, and no, you were like no. Not
0: go get. We were both in the kitchen. Go get. We him. were at the go. Go get. No, we're, go not. Get we're him. not. We're trying. Just I'm not getting up. Okay. Jenna's upset. She
1: is very upset. Oh, dang. Keep I'm it sorry. down. Over there. <laughs> I'm trying to sleep. I can't snore <laughs> loudly if you keep waking me up.
0: Sorry, I coughed during your Jenna impression. That's okay. Couldn't help it.
1: These are the dark chocolate sea salt mini wafers. Let's eat one.
0: So here's the thing I look at this and I think of a nutty bar.
1: Tastes nothing like a nutty bar. I
0: bite into it. And the texture makes me think of a nutty bar. But the flavor could not be less nutty.
1: Yeah. Even the almond butter one. I've never found the peanut butter one. But even the almond butter one isn't very almond buttery.
0: Yep. So this is, let's be fair here. This is just chocolate and cookie. Mm -hmm. Or wafer, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. No nut here.
1: Not a nut inside. It's like November. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm
0: still a fan, though. It's lighter than, you know, dense piece of chocolate. Yeah. That has its place.
1: I feel like it's missing something. I think these are fine, but these on the front of the package, they tout 30% less sugar, and you can taste that. It shows. They should have gone 20% less sugar, maybe. See? I feel like they could be a little sweeter or a little more salt. I just feel like it needs something. Like, my Mm. mouth is missing that little extra thing, because this is a candy bar. Right. I feel like with a candy bar... You want something? It's either sweet or creamy, or it has that like bite of salt up front. And this just doesn't. It's got the bitterness from the chocolate, but I feel like it just needs some something. I don't know.
0: Well, I gotta say, if you're if you're putting on your package thirty percent less sugar, my mind goes to you're gonna make that up with some artificial sweetener or stevia, Stevie. You know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> At least they didn't do that.
0: I. What I want is a world where 30% less sugar means it's 30% more bitter. Mm-hmm. And that's what we get. That's true. Like, it should mean that. It should mean 30% less sweet. Yeah. You know? So that's that's what I like about this is that it, it resets the rules and says, we're going to be bitter and it's going to be okay and it's going to be a little sweet. But you're gonna get you're a little bitterness. The world's not the world's not all sweet and rosy, you know. You got to pucker once in a while. Sometimes you just got to pucker up, you know. <laughs> and I'm here for the pucker. Yeah, I'm puckered.
1: I think they're I'm fine. positively
0: puckered for the little secrets <laughs> bars.
1: These just aren't my favorite. Little secrets makes some other stuff that I do like quite a bit, but not.
0: You like those almonds? Oh yeah, they have yeah, chocolate covered
1: almonds. Those are incredible. Yeah. These just aren't my cup of tea. They're fine. I mean, I'm going to finish this bar. Hmm. They're also teeny tiny little bars. I think a serving is like three of them. So what do you give it? I would give it a thumbs up still. Yeah? I'd still eat. If that was the candy available, I'd eat it. Yeah? You
0: yeah. What would I give it? What? Stud! <laughs> it's the opposite of done. Yeah, it you is. You get a 10, it's a stud.
1: Oh. Yeah.
0: You're going to do effects to these, right?
1: Oh, yeah. For sure. I'll do add an echo.
0: Okay. Stood. a clang. a clang? Yes. Okay. Like, you know what clang I mean? Like, like, if you're closing a metal door or something like that. Like, ching.
1: Mm-hmm. I'll see what I can do. We got a letter. Wait, we do. We have a letter. Great. Great, great, great. Chris writes, uh, In this is in response to our, um, <laughs> our, our, our Part two of our L.A. <laughs> run of episode. Great. Uh, where we talked about going to Crossroads Kitchen, and we were talking about marinara sauce versus yeah. pizza sauce. And Chris writes, I literally said, what? Out loud in an empty room when you said marinara sauce is on pizza. Hashtag justice for Dave. <gasps> hashtag tomato sauce truth. Whoa. He agrees with you. Wait, then. does he agree? Okay. He agrees with you sure. that pizza sauce is not the same as marriage.
0: Wow. I Yeah. He's right. It's not the same. It's not the same.
1: Okay. Then I stand corrected. I'm trying that on. How's it feel? It feels
0: good. It fits. It's not the same. I am right. Thanks, Chris.
1: Yeah. Chris, thank you for writing. And I also appreciate that you wrote in a way that didn't make me feel bad for being... Uh, incorrect.
0: Yeah, people who disagree with me should learn a thing or two from that.
1: Oh, I guess pizza sauce is smoother. Oh. Marinara is chunkier.
0: Oh, so it's it's an objective fact then. Yeah. Okay. Got it.
1: Yeah. So thank you, Chris, (laughs) for writing in and teaching us a little lesson.
0: And if you've got something to say, a suggestion for a food we should try, thoughts about an episode, vindication of one of my popular food takes <laughs> a question for us just want to say hello write to us at talking tofu pot at gmail.com that's talking without the G
1: you can also send us a direct message on Twitter or Instagram I read and respond to every single one just to ask Chris why don't you tell us
0: where they can do that the address the the username the the uh,
1: oh sure. You can follow us at Tofu on Twitter or Tofu Pod on Instagram. And if somebody wanted to reach out to you directly. Me specifically, I am Glue & Glitter on all social media. And you can find my recipes at GlueAndGlitter.com. Dave. Yeah. If someone were looking just for you, where would they look?
0: Well, Willie's knows where to reach me because I complained about a burrito on Twitter today. (laughs) And they DM'd me right away. I'm Line Leader on Twitter and Instagram, and Line Leader was taken on TikTok. And I'm thinking about holding a couple more corporations' feet to the fire on Twitter. So <laughs> if you don't want to miss that, check it out. Because Lowe's clock's ticking, guys.
1: Is it still ticking?
0: We'll talk about it.
1: <laughs> Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Goodbye. Bye.
0: Bye.